This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Twenty-seven minutes away from ten o'clock. Let's rip into some talk back for this morning. Goose, maybe you could do this research for me. Um, as my my working theory at the moment is maybe that the 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 longest day competitors have actually haven't got underway yet. It's the uh, the kind of two days and the teams uh, runners that are out there getting involved in the coast to coast. Is that is that correct? When would the longest day athletes get out there so that they finish? Everyone can watch them at the same time because obviously they are super speedy. Any coast-to-coast experts out there? I think Brian Ashby works for a different radio station usually at this time of year. Otherwise, he'd be my go-to, right? We're talking rugby league. We're talking cricket. We're talking super rugby. And um, Chris says super rugby was over when the South African teams left. It's a dying horse. Yeah, look, there has to be something, though, Chris. Like, what is it? And it can't just be New Zealand teams. This is my point. And Australia is a dying commodity. Man, they are in all sorts of grief. So who do we play against? We have to fill our calendar with something, otherwise the ecosystem of it and the economy of it collapses. So I guess Super Rugby, although I understand your sentiment, it's not dead. It's not over. It's still actually a a living organism. But it just needs an answer. It needs some TLC. Uh, We'll get to Scott in Wellington. We'll get to Joey in Auckland after Scott. We'll start with you, Scott. How are you going, mate? Yeah, good, thanks, Louie. How are you? Super, super on a Friday. What's going on? I, I have to say, uh, very positive to hear at the top of the hour that the uh, the ratings were really good for the cricket. Um, obviously, having that team back together was uh, awesome. You know, especially driving around. I spent a lot of time driving around in the car, so being able to listen to it and um, you know just the banter, especially um, between Tony Smithy and Bracewell, was just was just awesome so looking forward to more of that coming um throughout the summer and um i was just going to say as well um i i know there was quite a bit of talk with um satner uh yesterday as well and i do agree with you i think he has got better than what he was um i think the thing is now he's he's probably been said that he will be in the team so you've got to stick with him there and and i think the hard thing and it's nothing against ajaz but he doesn't really offer much with the bat, and I think you don't want Salvador Henry coming in at ace, and I think that's why, obviously, Satna comes in there um, to obviously strengthen that batting order. And I think I saw a stat as well, and, and I don't know how many overs he bowled, but in HS's three tests he's played in New Zealand, he hasn't picked up any wickets. 
Um, so obviously that probably doesn't help his case at the same time um, yeah. on that side of things. Oh, look, I would defend Ajaz Patel because I think that's like saying the people that were saying, "Oh, Mitchell Santner's average is terrible." I just, I think that's a little bit unfair because Ajaz has taken a squillion domestic wickets and first-class wickets, like for a long time, and had a very good average. So, I think Ajaz could do the job, but I also think that your point around the batting. Not that you pick bowlers for their batting, but when you start talking about Henry batting eight and Southie batting nine, if that's what it would be, um, that's that's very thin. Uh, Scott, on the rugby league, before we let you crack on with your Friday? Yeah, no, I think um, obviously being a big um, NRL fan as well, I think it's it's going to be hard to crack America, I think, for both sports. I, I think, you know, the Americans, they're, they're a different bunch. They don't really like looking outside their own sports too much. But, I mean, I hope, you know, I hope they go, both can get in there and crack it at some point. I did see the NRL have signed a five-year deal, I think it is, with Fox One to hopefully show games in primetime over there as well. So that, that's a way, obviously, you know, going forward, they can look to, um, you know, have games on every week as well. But it will be will be interesting if they can get in that. And at the same time, I think I saw Sky Open will be showing 23 NRL games live a season coming up at some point as well. Yeah. So anyone that does yeah. Sky will be able to have that as well. Yeah, that's a great point, Scott. I just wonder, yeah, I, I did know that about the um, the TV. You know that they showed Kabaddi on New Zealand TV for a while? Yep. And I thought it was yep, pretty yep. interesting. Um, and then I kind of never cared about it ever again. And I kind of yep. imagine that's what an American's going to be like when they see rugby league. <laughs> It'll come on their screen and they'll be like, ah, oh, wow, wow, that's so cool. And then they just will never care and they'll never buy merch and they'll never buy a ticket. That would probably be my suspicion. Um, can I just say, good call, Scott. We'll talk again next week. I'll just say thank you to Brendan, Gary, Anthony, two unnamed texters who said, yes, correct. The longest day is on Saturday. It starts tomorrow. Of course it does. Teams in two days started this morning. Longest day, first thing tomorrow. Two days started this morning. Starting at the Klondike Corner tonight. Staying at Klondike Corner tonight, of course. Canterbury side of Arthur's Pass. Great information, everybody. Icebands on the Gold Coast. We'll get to him in a second. We'll, we'll go to Joey here and talk some rugby league. G'day, Joey. Yeah, g'day, Louis. Yeah, look, Valandis knows what he's doing. I mean, look what he did with the racing in Australia. But uh, mm-hmm. going to America, you know, the way they're going to America at the moment, you, you've got to have it on TV over there. And it's like anything, Louis, you know, has has gridiron taken off in New Zealand? No, no disrespect to the, the sport, obviously but not really, and I think it might be the same in America. If they have a side in the NRL, then it's totally different. You know, then it changes the, 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 the scale and the scope of it. But um, taking it there, it'll be interesting to see how these two matches go and, and the crowds that they get. They'll probably get good crowds because the Yanks will probably go to, they go to you know, to support the, the sport. But understanding that is, is, you know, getting the crowds there for one game is one thing. Getting the crowds there... You know, uh, or, or they need to have a side in, in the competition, and that's what that's what uh, Australian rugby and New Zealand rugby need, need to do. They need to be playing in our NPC. No two ways about it. If you want to keep keep uh, New Zealand and Australian rugby going well, um, especially Australian rugby, they need to be in our NPC. Isn't it? Look what's happened, Louis, with the with the the basketball, the NRL, rugby league's gone off. Big time because we're in the we're in the NRL, 
and the basketball with the breakers has gone off. The same with the, the Phoenix and the football. And that's what they Aussie need to do. They need to play in our NPC and be part of it, and it will make their rugby stronger. It will make Australasian rugby stronger. And and just uh, one last thing, Louis, before I go. Um, trickster, are you trying to trick us? Louis, are you trying to trick us into, into backing that, mate? Because I tell you what, it's still running. It's still, I tell you, it's still running, mate. And what's the go there? Um, look, as you will note, Joey, and I, I look, I always take it. What, as you will note, I said he's got a lot of issues, and it's a gold coin job multiple times. Thought he had a motor. I think we'll be letting him go though, Joey. Take your points around Valandi and um, racing and what he's done. Um, you take him on trust. I'm not saying this is a bad idea. I'm. I think we're desperate for the American market. I am just not hopeful because I know how tough it is to break into that market. And I, I know how to, because I know how tough it is to break into our market. Like you like what you like. It takes decades and decades to build up a relationship with the sport. And I'm also just reading an article here. American footy fans slammed the NRL for making an absolute ludicrous mistake on trip to promote games in Las Vegas. They sent. They sent. Spencer Linui to a rugby club instead of a rugby league club. And their trip to promote it. <laughs> that's true. That is outrageous. <laughs> that's true. I um, I just don't know. But I look, it's admirable they're trying to get into this market. Iceman's on the, the, the Gold Coast. Iceman will be chartering a plane to Vegas for this experiment, won't you, Iceman? Uh, I wouldn't mind, mate, but <laughs> not this year. Uh no, but Louis, look, I'm going to first of all defend your tipping ability, mate. And I've, I've messaged you and to, to lord your tipping ability over poor de wine. Um, mate, I've still got my pockets full from that. And then okay. I, uh, I and I took some of my winnings and then I got the trifecta with Waitak in the railway. So, wow. Um, and, yeah, so Mercurial coming third and hanging on in that protest was uh, – the tight bum material, but I was pleased with that, and so we got that a few times. So all down to you, mate. So look, I'll, I'll, I'll you can tip whatever you like now. You're a legend. So uh, eight dollars over here. So thanks very much for that. But that's not what I'm calling for. Um, I just, I, I just think it's a novelty thing. This the NRL going over. They've got heaps of money, so the Landys can have a free throw of the dice if he wants, but. Um, I just can't see them breaking into the market, the league or the uh, rugby union. I have an American daughter and also I'm up there every year visiting. And mate, They're only interested in four things over there and that's the, the NFL, the basketball, the baseball and politics. And unless you're in any of those four, you just can't get a foothold. And uh, as Joey said, it's a bit like the gridiron back uh, back in New Zealand. You know, it's We've got quite a few people playing but it just doesn't get a doesn't get a foothold in New Zealand and I can't see us there. And that's not the market that we should be going for. We should be just... We've, daytime rugby in Japan, mate. Yeah, the crowds are there. Surely, okay. surely, surely, okay. surely. Okay, so Iceman... That must be that's where this is This is what I want to know, Iceman, because Super Rugby Pacific is about to be blown up and it'll be redone. We'll have an, I, I promise you we will have a new version of Super Rugby in probably two years' time. Is Japan the market we need to invest in? Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and we, and probably as a country as a whole, we need to change rugby country as a whole. 
we sort of probably need to make change our mindset. You know, we talk about a draft, we talk about doing things, we talk about, and I'm firm believer at the moment that if you're playing overseas, you don't play for the All Blacks. But I can I can see us doing something along the lines of we allow our players to go up there, we have the draft system, and anyone that plays in the Pacific competition with Japan. New Zealand, Australia, and we still have to include our, the, the Fijian and the, um, the Drua boys and the Moana Pacific in that um, for three months, six months of the year, whatever, because it's going to be outside the international window, that you're, if you play in that competition, you're available to play for the All Blacks, because I think we can encapsulate it in such a way that it can be, and then going harking, and we can go then back to the NPC, and again, we can include the Australians in the NPC. Um, you know, we talk about the breakers, we talk about the Phoenix, and we talk about the Warriors, how well they're doing and, and that. But they're one team in a competition. We have to talk about having our competition with yeah, yeah, 13 or 14 and, teams. And, and Iceman, that goes back to what your initial point initially around the, uh, uh, America was. Do what you do well. Don't spread yourself too thin. He has a throw at the stumps, but look after your market first and foremost. And that's probably what the criticism is about rugby in New Zealand at the moment. And I think to some degree, league in Australia, like there are a lot of eyeballs in Australia to compete for. Maybe focus on that. Get your product right, your backyard right. It's a good point. 14 minutes away from 10. Thank you, Iceman on the Gold Coast. We'll be back with your texts after this.